0: not that hardcore I'm pretty hardcore but I'm not that hardcore <sighs> Welcome back to Kingcast. It's like you never left if you were listening to the previous week's episode and you just started rolling into this week. If you had not been doing that, then Welcome to a new week of Kingcast.
1: <laughs> it's getting into summertime now, and we're excited to continue um, with our horoscope episodes. Um, astrological signs and, and the, I don't know want to say, like, research that comes from all of that, but our resources.
0: You can research fiction.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is very, very true.
0: I mean, I'm sure you've done plenty of research on Harry Potter.
1: Um. Yeah. Just. A, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. You and know? I
0: know you've done a ton of research into Aquaman.
1: Um. More than I'm uh willing to admit <laughs> right now. So Ar- um,
0: Arthur Dane is that his name? Arthur something?
1: You know I don't. He doesn't have to have a name at all.
0: Oh, he's <laughs> not a person to you. <laughs> no,
1: he is a person. You're fine. No, it's Arthur Dane. You
0: just want him for his body.
1: No, yeah. I just want him for his really good hugging skills. Have you seen that man's arms? Like just. Really fantastic hugging skills.
0: Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: The verdict's still out.
1: Well, in kinky news.
0: Oh, is there is there kinky news this week?
1: It's too hot to have sex. That's that's the verdict. It's been like nasty and hot and gross outside because it's almost summertime. Well, technically it is summertime, right? Summer summer has begun.
0: I feel like that could be a wrap. So, song. So, what? Too hot for sex.
1: Yeah. It's just too hot for sex. Unless uh, you can do it... Stay tuned
0: for my single next week.
1: <laughs> Unless you can do it in, like, a refrigerator or something.
0: It's never too hot for sex. It's too hot for sex. Never too hot for sex. Mm-hmm. The horniest people are from the uh, South or if you're from the Southern Hemisphere, the North.
1: That's because of lack of clothing, not because of temperature. But temperature yeah. does affect the clothing choices, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. This is a debate for the ages.
0: I think. Okay, so that's that's <laughs> your news, is that it is too hot currently yeah. in the state in which we live to have sex.
1: <laughs> Only because I was recently having a discussion with my girlfriend, who was telling me that she has been um, experiencing some advances from... Some younger people that she's like kind of into she's just like fresh on the dating scene and she literally like told one of them no I can't have sex with you it's too hot to have sex
0: I I hope he misheard and heard that as you're too hot to have sex and he's like yeah oh she just yeah. thinks I'm so hot maybe
1: but- maybe that's how it went but uh it was it was to she's bt-dubs. Who? But yeah, so two sheets. Two sheets. You said he. Oh, I was saying oh, two
0: sheets. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Assume. No, no, no.
1: You're fine. It was just it just made me laugh because I was. She like, only
0: had two sheets.
1: She only had two sheets. Actually, they would preferred zero sheets because it was too hot. So, um, and that reminds me, there is a song about it being too hot to have sex, and it's called "Too Darn Hot," and it's from. Um, Kiss Me, Kate, the Broadway musical. I think it's from C- Steven Sondheim. <laughs>
0: uh, for those that can't see, which is everyone, I'm just.
1: Dana pushed her nerd's glasses back up on yeah. her face.
0: Well, actually. <laughs> well,
1: actually. Which
0: is usually my catchphrase, but.
1: Yeah. But speaking of what's in the air, let's talk about another air sign.
0: I mean, you've let all the air out of. My balloon.
1: Now that I've taken all the air out, all the hot air out of your balloon.
0: No, I was I was so high <laughs> on my new song. It's gonna make. Oh, it's gonna be sorry. a top 100 Billboard charting artist with "Too Hot for Sex," uh, featuring DJ Khaled because he's in everything. <laughs> yeah. He's just yeah. gonna say his name because that's all he does. Yeah, but he's a good producer. Yeah. I guess if you're a fan of him.
1: Yeah, but. I'm Dana.
0: he does love his wife, even though he refuses to go down on her.
1: Aw, girl, you could do better. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd like to imagine. So anyways, um, but yeah, I'm Dana.
0: Hi, Dana. I'm Chris.
1: Hi, Chris. Do you want to play? Would you like to play a game?
0: (laughs) Oh, do you want to play a game? (laughs)
1: Um.
0: Is this one where I have to chop my foot off?
1: No, no, I'm not going to actually like make you sever. Do I have to shove
0: my hand in like a bucket of needles that may or may not have AIDS on them?
1: No, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, But this might be painful based on your childhood. Okay. And I did some research into child stars, child actresses.
0: I thought you were going to say you did some research into my childhood. (laughs) No. And I was like, where'd you find my parents? (laughs) I've been looking for them for years.
1: Aww. No, I'm kidding. There's going to be a happy, like... Mom,
0: don't listen to the show.
1: ...reuniting uh, story on here. No. Or, uh, Mom,
0: you can listen to this episode. It's not about me.
1: <laughs> your long-lost Gemini sister. I'm just kidding. Um, So, I have actually discovered in my research that there is a famous double Gemini that was born this month.
0: A, what does a double Gemini mean?
1: They're actually twins. Oh, okay. Some famous twins that were born this month. Uh Uh-huh. And they may or may not...
0: Mary Kate and Ashley.
1: Holy smokes, you nailed it!
0: Yeah, there's only one famous set of twins.
1: That's not true.
0: Name a second one. Okay, point (laughs) proven.
1: Damn it! (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure I could come up with more games. I did
0: not know what month they were born. I did not know they were born this month. It was just the only famous set of twins.
1: But it made me laugh because I was like, wait a minute. Gemini is the twins and they're twins that are also twins. And twins. So does that mean, <laughs> does that mean it's actually like four personalities between the two of them?
0: No, well. No
1: wonder they don't get along. They
0: get, they get along.
1: I, I don't know. I wouldn't get along. Don't watch
0: the movie. Wait, they get along perfectly fine in the movies. They they own like a multi million dollar makeup company.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well still, like if you think about it, that's a lot of like I don't know. There's like duality there. Yeah.
0: They made so much money that they just retired from acting and they're like, Yeah, our little sister can act now. Yeah. Oh, no, she's Scarlet Witch. Oh, oh no. Okay, well now she's now she's making Marvel money. Okay, well now we need to get back on that train. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. She's a fantastic sandwich. Yeah, that was it. That was the only one that I thought was really cool.
0: Oh, who who is the famous set of twins that was born okay.
1: I maybe gave you too many hints. I shouldn't have mentioned that they were from your childhood.
0: You didn't mention they were from my childhood.
1: Oh, I said something about childhood. Or might maybe oh. make you feel nostalgic. I think I said something like oh. that.
0: All I all I heard was famous set of twins, and I was like, There's only one famous set of twins. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh there has to be more
0: the octo kids no octo moms eight kids
1: arnold schwarzenegger and danny devito well
0: that's not twins that's triplets
1: <laughs> is it
0: i'm not joking they're supposed to be making a movie where uh eddie murphy is the third
1: oh my gosh that would be kind of wild that would be kind of wild
0: yeah probably terrible because it going to be an eddie murphy movie
1: I don't know, but I know that there's probably quite a few people out there that have had fantasies of the Olsen twins. I know that was um, a lot of my guy friends' like fantasy uh, sexual romp like in junior high.
0: I mean, their younger sister's hotter. Really? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. What's her name, Olsen? Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Olsen? <laughs> yeah. Especially when she uses that terrible russian accent that um, she only used in one movie yeah yeah and then uh, they just were like just ignore that she's supposed to be yeah sokovian or whatever we're gonna shit
1: yeah we're gonna pretend that she just doesn't have that yeah. accent now
0: just, just like adri ultron we're gonna pretend that never happened
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh but, goodness.
0: Now that we've finished that introductory game that I feel like I totally destroyed on accident, no no no, it's okay. okay. just
1: that you you know you know your pop culture, you know your twins.
0: Have you met me? You know all I care about is pop culture
1: yeah, this is true you you live in that. In that kind of era, so um, so once again for this episode, we're talking about the Gemini woman. We've talked about the Gemini man, um, and now it's time to get into the the twinish woman. Yep. Um, and of course, those dates are from May twenty first to June twenty first. So we are actually like middle midway. Yeah, this should, should come out. Uh,
0: this sh- it should come out a few days before my birthday.
1: Perfect. So, Mr. Gemini man. Mr. Flag Damien. So uh,
0: the (laughs) the, uh, Gemini lady should have uh, two weeks of uh, appreciating her sign after this.
1: Hmm. Okay. At least. So I have some interesting information to kind of kick off our research and discussion about uh, the Gemini woman. Um, one quote that I found that was absolutely just kind of fantastic in regards to describing a Gemini woman um, says, observing the fabulous mind. Once again, very mind focused. Yeah. Um, the,
0: it's the, it's an air sign. Yeah. Muta- mutable air sign. So it's uh, all about the uh, thoughts and uh, being able to change thoughts
1: interesting okay um, observing the fabulous mind of a Gemini woman at work is similar to watching the shifting iridescent colors swirling upon the surface of a bubble floating on air in other words completely transfixing her formidable intellect is always in a state of flux flowing from one subject to another. Just when you think you've grasped what she's about she's moved on to something else entirely.
0: She slips through so, your fingers like air. Yeah. Maybe,
1: maybe a little flighty. Maybe a little bit like, um, I don't know. You know, where you kind of like focus on one thing and you're like, ooh, something shiny. And then you like focus on something else. Mm-hmm. And then like you're into something else. And, you know, very, very, not transitory, transitory.
0: Yeah, she uh, makes you off kilter. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you never know what to expect.
1: She's also mercurial, which is something that we've kind of carried over. Yeah, mercury
0: is the sign, or is the... Sign of the Gemini, or is the god of the Gemini.
1: Right. Um, But Mercurial is that word that means like you can, you know, go hot and cold very Mm -hmm. quickly. Um, Most Geminis don't appreciate being stuck in one set of traits um, or are forced to stay in a particular role or box. Rather, they tend to constantly shift perspectives and may enjoy playing with morphing their identities through costume, acting, or even by changing their names every so often.
0: And it could... For this Gemini male, lead to them hating being defined by by personality traits. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. Which I
0: do personally despise. Like all like personality tests and all that thing. I don't, oh. I don't think it encapsulates the complexity of the human.
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Person. Of course. Of course. Well, that makes sense. So, but what about the Gemini woman? What did you find? Of course, looking back to our resource, our favorite resource for this podcast episode.
0: sex astrology the astrology of sex and the sexes by Starsky and Cox.
1: Although every time I look at the cover of that book, it makes me think Starsky and Hutch.
0: It Especially makes me think because... of a butt.
1: <laughs> Especially because of the stripe on the book.
0: And it looks like a butt.
1: It does kind of look like a butt.
0: Yeah, it looks like a butt. The book looks like it has a butt on the cover, but it doesn't. Uh The Gemini woman is uh, referred to as the gift. Uh, It never again refers to the Gemini woman as the gift throughout the entire passage. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is also the sign of sexual provocation. Provocation. So Provocation
1: provocative woman
0: uh the gemini woman rides a fine line between innate vulnerability and an aggressive need to assert her own agenda both professionally and in her personal life she is acutely aware of her feminine wiles using them to her best advantage often playing coy or precarious in order precocious sorry in order to disarm people and gain necessary ground
1: Ooh, so she's kind of a little bit of a mover and shaker Maybe very good at, like, reading other people and kind of using them mm-hmm. to move her in the direction that she wants to go.
0: The, the way uh, it describes her, uh, so uh, Gemini is a, uh, is a male-oriented sign. Okay. And uh, because of that, she exerts Gemini qualities outwardly. To- like, she forces Gemini qualities onto other people.
1: So she's
0: always putting people off balance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas because Gemini is very mercurial. So uh, the Gemini male like will flip between one thing and another and can never stay on one topic for very long. Uh, She she is pushing that outward onto other people. So no one ever knows like what to expect or how to treat her or like what exactly is going on because she's keeping them off kilter.
1: Ah, purposefully. Yes. Got it. Okay. Uh. Like Sabotage.
0: Yes. She is the, uh, she has the title of the nerviest creature in the Zodiac. She's capable of achieving the greatest triumphs as well as causing the gravest trouble.
1: Okay. This is making me think like D&D rogue again.
0: Well, that is very much the Gemini male too.
1: Yeah. We talked about that last time and I'm like, yep, that's kind of what this is. Okay. So, uh, lawful evil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: First of all, rogues are almost never lawful. Actually. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> rogues are almost never lawful. Uh, so the, uh, the Gemini, uh, lady likes to play innocent.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, uh, but she's rarely the innocent that she pretends to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, And as a, she's very attracted to, uh, when she's young, she's very attracted to like the bad boy.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Which, uh, puts her at odds with her masculine family because they're very protective of her. Sure. And she is, even if she does date someone who is, uh, like a good guy and like, he could be like valedictorian or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh. She changes herself for them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so that they, th- her family doesn't like what they're seeing from that. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Oh no, it's this guy that's changing her. It's making her different." So even when it's not a yeah, good even when guy, that's not the case, yeah, even when it's not a bad boy, which mm-hmm. is what she usually seeks out, she still it's still like every every male in her family always has problems with her male suitors
1: ah okay all right so if she's into bad boys does that kind of keep in is that in keeping with um, our understanding of her being a bit of a sapiosexual too
0: she's into uh, like uh, people's intellect
1: uh-huh because I know that that was like a, a, a ongoing going trend or the Gemini being very cerebral yeah they're uh, she, usually sabiosexuals. she
0: does like to be challenged uh mentally as well-hmm uh but for some reason I yeah. from the reading it seemed like they would not get along well the Gemini male and the Gemini female right would not get along very well right uh I I, I was just getting that feeling even though they both like to be challenged mentally mm-hmm. uh that but
1: she might be into the bad boy, but she may not be into a dumb bad boy.
0: Yeah, she's definitely not into the dumb dumbs.
1: Right, right. Because usually, you know, the bad guy or the bad boy or whatever may not be, like, the smartest guy? Well, yeah. Stereotypically, but she wants somebody that's smart and is bad.
0: Because if he was a smart bad boy, then no one would know that he was a bad boy. (laughs) All right. Yeah.
1: That makes sense.
0: I mean, smart baddies get away with it. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. The the Gemini female uh, represents both triumph and trouble, as I uh, kind of said earlier. Right. And any association with her is steeped in that kind of thing. So it does say taking up with her is akin to kidnapping a killer. One must always negotiate with the Gemini's nearly diabolical diametrics.
1: Ooh, okay. I wonder if we can put that in better context.
0: So it, it was like I was saying where like she's always putting him off kilter. Yeah. Like you all, when someone is in a relationship with a Gemini woman, mm-hmm. you are always in a negotiation.
1: Ah, uh, almost you, like a hostage sh- situation. Yeah. <laughs> or,
0: or like trying to tame a wolf. You don't tame a wolf. You kind of just live with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and
0: it's a uh, it's more of a like symbiotic kind of relationship. They don't.
1: You give it what it needs and hope it doesn't kill you.
0: You give it what it needs. <laughs> it, it appreciates you. It gives you stuff in return. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's a wolf.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not to be domesticated. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense.
0: Uh, so prominent Gemini are uh, Judy Garland, Marilyn Monroe, Elizabeth oh, wow. Hurley, Kathleen Turner. Latoya Jackson, Angelina Jolie, Stevie Nicks, Joan Collins, Helena Bowman-Carter, Natalie Portman, Courtney Cox, and Isabella Rossellini.
1: Unbelievable. That's a that's a powerhouse list of women. Yes. Wow.
0: I know. Marilyn Monroe.
1: Not to mention, I mean, in the research that I did, it said that they would probably be drawn to acting and stuff like that. So, yes. Like, like the Gemini some, male. They yeah. were
0: drawn to the entertainment.
1: So the, that is like... A powerhouse list of female actors. I also saw that Zoe Saldana was one as well. Who? Um, Gamora from who? Never mind. She was also in like the past oh, you the mean N- the
0: from uh, Avatar? Sure. It's the only thing I know her from. Okay. Jake right. Sully.
1: She's been in like a bunch of different stuff, but yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: but she's also been in the highest grossing movie of all time ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> the only reason I remember her name is because there's that challenge that's like. So, Avatar's the highest grossing movie ever made. And you've probably seen it. But do you remember anyone's name besides Jake Sully? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes I do, bitch. And it's here. <laughs> <teary. laughs> I remember nothing else. Oh, okay. Except for Unobtainium.
1: Oh, okay. Because
0: that was clearly a please replace in the script yeah. kind of note. Yeah. So, she she like embodies the Lolita type okay where uh so her the the gemini sign as we discussed last time is uh between 14 and 21 is the ages of the sign that that's when like
1: they're most associated with their their traits yes okay and
0: so they're always in like a kind of adolescent mindset where they are always doing this like courting ritual and they're also always between like childhood and adulthood and they're just constantly trapped there.
1: Right. Okay. So like the Gemini male was kind of like eternally youthful. Mm-hmm. The same would follow with with Gemini yeah. women. And it
0: does it does the book does describe the Gemini uh woman as a uh, as the Tinkerbell.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh wow. To, okay. Yeah. To the Peter Pan. Yes. Okay. Uh
0: so uh it also describes her as the Lolita. Uh a cutesy diminutive form of the name Dolores meaning sorrow. A seemingly innocent who will rip your soul to shreds as soon as look at you. A provocative pixie licking the proverbial lollipop all the while making a man wonder if she's staring at his crotch.
1: Ooh! She tears
0: people, particularly men, in two. So she like embodies Mm -hmm. the youthfulness and like sexuality Mm -hmm. in one. So you're never sure what domain well, you are stepping into
1: wow okay
0: and she uses that to her advantage a lot especially in like business environment yeah, yeah. uh where like she well, she's a shark yeah and she'll put on like this alluring like little wink wink nudge nudge and to like trick men into thinking oh i can like give her this little thing and she'll uh you know pay more attention to me and she's a trickster
1: a trickster, okay.
0: Just like the Gemini male, makes sense. Uh, so, uh, Gemini's sexuality develops early. She's drawn to older, bad boy, rogue, or hoodlum types, uh, and as with her Mercurial sign, named after you know the god Mercury, uh, she feels in tune with the urban environment, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where she feels most at home.
1: Ooh, okay, so in the city. Yeah. Okay. In
0: industry. Uh, so moving on to the body, the Gemini is a tough little bird, typically a pint-sized woman, who packs an enormous punch.
1: So like, um, what do they call them? The tiny firecrackers? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, she can't sit still for a second. She's always fidgeting about in her chair, uh, doing seemingly random tasks simultaneously uh she, and she never wants to miss out on conversation mm-hmm. like she's always like listening to like 10 things at once
1: yeah okay
0: so physically uh her face is often round as a penny her hair short and arranged like a frame about about it even when she keeps her due long she may opt for bangs as a fringe to set it off she usually has apple cheeks, made all the more pronounced by eyes that are deep-set and slanted, even squinty, and a delicate, if not too weak chin. Gemini's nose re- rescues her from too cutesy countenance, being straight and pronounced, if not slightly beaky. As well, her ears can be a bit oversized and rather pointy and elfin. Her lips are usually luscious and look glossed without the slightest cosmetic application. Her teeth, pearly and perfectly straight, which, uh, by the way, I know I'm not a Gemini female, but uh, I do have very perfectly straight teeth. Oh, that's good. Thank uh, you. I keep
1: thinking I have. I'm as you're describing all of this. I'm thinking about like the Olsen twins, right? Mm-hmm. Like they fit this almost perfectly.
0: I've never had braces in my life.
1: Almost elfin. They always look youthful, like they always look very young, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that they're older than us, right? A dentist
0: once asked me if I had braces, and I said no, and he was like, you have the straightest teeth. This is not about
1: you, Chris. You have the straightest (laughs) teeth of anyone
0: I've ever seen, and I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you,
1: thank you. Okay.
0: It is my second best feature. Hair being my best. I'm kidding. Penis being my best. Oh, yeah.
1: All right, Chris. All right. We know that's not true. Okay. All right.
0: What was it? Depressingly average?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: Gemini's neck is typically both short and delicate in the extreme. Her shoulders and cervical spine are similarly fragile, despite a tendency to hold herself in a tough and sturdy manner. Posture is often an issue for Gemini, and regardless of the fat of the fact she's generally petite, she may carry herself like someone quite tall, sloping her shoulders and dropping her sternum as if trying to appear smaller than she is.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
0: She is naturally round and bouncy, breasty as a rule. She has a tiny waist and voluptuous hips, ass, and thighs. Gemini's bottom half is worlds more sturdy than her dainty, structured torso, and she may often complain of having chubby thighs and too bubbly a butt. Still, her calves and ankles are as finely boned as a finch's, and her feet and hands are quite small and childlike, a trait she shares with the Gemini brothers.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Uh, They also had to slip in a finch, because... They love making comparisons to Geminis and birds.
1: Yeah, they do. And the beaky nature of the nose, too. So that makes sense. Bird-like.
0: Her extra-sensitive nipples are a source of great pleasure, evidenced by the way she often toys with them lavishly during sex. Her nether regions may not only be super tight, but rather shallow as well, which will make a guy who's not especially endowed feel somewhat more of a sexual giant than usual.
1: Ooh, okay. So kind of catering to a little bit of ego.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, she is also very delicate in that she is very prone to bruising. Okay. Uh, Even at, like, the slightest bump. Uh, and she is also very klutzy, even though she appears to be very sturdy.
1: Okay. And carry herself like somebody who's taller and bigger, but yet... Which,
0: yeah, which means she, like... Yeah slopes down and yeah. like, she always hunches. I have right. tr- I have trouble with hunching over, <laughs> which is why I do uh, okay. Okay. I practice standing up straight. Yeah. But, <laughs> apparently Posture we're not supposed to relate to this.
1: No, you can. I'm just saying it's not about you.
0: <clears throat> when it comes to love, she tends not to look uh both ways at the intersection of love, which uh, might see her getting clobbered. Many would give their frontal lobe for such a full-on experience that she has when first falling in love.
1: What does that mean, though?
0: She, when she like falls in love, she like goes in head first and it will be disappointed.
1: Aww. Okay.
0: She will have her heart broken all the time. That sucks. Like, she falls hard.
1: That makes me think about, like, the sapiosexual kind of nature of Gemini. I know I keep bringing this up, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's hard to find somebody who really meets the criteria of a person who really wants two different things in one person, right? Yeah. Like, um, someone who's turned on by intelligence, a cute and dumb person is not going to really, like, fit the bill, right? So... I don't know. If you're easily intimidated by, like, somebody who can run circles around you intellectually, this is probably not the person for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, like, as I said earlier, she's, uh, you know, very, like, tricksy. Yeah. She always okay. makes people feel like they're wanted, though. Mm-hmm. And so even just, like, being associated with her, they feel like, you know, it's like a gift to be, like... Oh, I may never get with her, but you know, she's always like being a little flirty. So maybe there's the chance and she's just nice to be around. So,
1: so again, her kind of toying with people, Mm -hmm. but also making them still feel valuable. I don't know. And it seems like she's valued among the people that she spends time with as well.
0: Yeah. So, and as I said, she gets her heart broken a lot.
1: Yeah, looking for those bad boys. That's what's gonna, it's gonna get
0: you. Yeah. So uh, once she has uh, developed more emotionally and uh, like old, older in life and looking to settle down, mm-hmm. kind of thing, uh, she does steer clear of any sort of romantic relationships that might be like tumultuous. Right. So uh, she actually looks for romantic relationships with. People that she's friends with.
1: Oh, so like within her friend circle. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is a good idea to kind of like, if you're interested in her and she's giving you attention, to kind of like hang out in that circle.
0: Yeah. She uh, being friend
1: zoned may not be that bad of a yeah, uh, of a, a gamble.
0: She looks for her spouse within the friend zone.
1: Mm, okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, they usually won't know it until they're in the relationship.
1: So she makes the decision, and then they're just informed. Yes. <laughs> okay, that fits. As
0: as it says, before the guy even knows his new best friend has bigger plans for him, she may already be pursuing China patterns.
1: Oh. Perusing.
0: Sorry. Perusing China patterns.
1: Perusing China patterns. Okay. What so d- she kind of is after the big picture. Like, she wants... Like once she's made up her mind that she's ready for the ever happily ever after, like she's there. She picks somebody and she's like, Yeah, and this is after she's
0: like matured more. This is usually after a few relationships where she's had her heart broken enough that she's like more selective about who she picks. Yeah. So she's not just going after the bad boy. She's like
1: she's picking to settle down.
0: She's she's looking around trying to see someone who's more of a fit for her instead of see someone who's fun. Yeah. Right. I, I'm, well, I mean, it would still be fun.
1: Someone who's going to keep her entertained on both yeah. fronts.
0: Yeah. Someone okay. someone who won't just like hit it and quit it, uh-huh. as they say. No, someone who's like inte- intellectually her companion mm-hmm. as well as uh, emotionally.
1: That was what I found in my research as well. The fem- female Gemini needs a lover who can keep up with her verbal skills and match her joy for wordplay as well. Uh, double entendres and ridiculous jokes. Um, her home library might be a source of pride and you will learn more about her by perusing the titles, uh, there than you would by rifling through her lingerie drawer is what I found, which I thought was kind of interesting.
0: I see you read Twilight. I also am a fan of (laughs) the Breaking Dawn saga.
1: The Breaking Dawn saga. I don't know.
0: Is that what it's called?
1: (laughs) It's just the Twilight saga.
0: They just named it after the first book.
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Creative. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, What Gemini wants most is to be stimulated mentally to find a mate who she has shared interests, if not parallel personal design, sorry, paralleled professional designs where pooling resources, two heads can be more powerful than one. So she does usually look within the same kind of career path that she already has.
1: That would actually make a lot of sense. Like, if you're wanting somebody who kind of meets and, m- like, makes more of a teammate and mm-hmm. a partner than somebody who's going to be, like, leading somebody. Yes. And um, which we saw with Taurus, of course.
0: It is like you are reading the book in my glasses. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, she, she sees marriage, especially as two people rolling their sleeves up and digging in into the day-to-day duties at hand in a very business like partnership. So, uh, to her, like, marriage and a long-term relationship is, like, hard work that they both have to work together, hand-in-hand, mm-hmm. hand, you know, shovel with other shovel.
1: Yeah. So know. she's not, like, deterred by having to work for things. She's a hard worker, much like Taurus, but also... Like
0: Marilyn Monroe was a very hard worker.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And she's... I, I'm just... I'm kind of fascinated. Like, I kind of have respect for this this, you know, the women of this sign yeah. being somebody who's like, okay, I know how to wheel and deal and, you know, wrangle with the best of them. And she's very cerebral, but she also sometimes uh, falls for the the wrong guy. Yeah,
0: and even though this is a predominantly male-governed sign, yeah. uh, since it is the third in the Zodiac quadrant, I know too much about the Zodiac now, by the <laughs> way, uh, uh, it does combine the two previous ones kind of. Yeah. So we had Taurus and Aries. We just did Aries. Wait, did we do Taurus? We did Taurus. We We've didn't do Aries. we only
1: done Taurus, yeah. Uh,
0: but, uh, Aries is predominantly, uh, male. Taurus is predominantly female. Mm-hmm. And this kind of separates itself from e- both of those by kind of combining versions of both of those. Yeah. So it's, that's, is part of the Gemini too, is that it is, you know, two bodies in one right two two minds in one yeah
1: lots of traits but with different like traits traits that are accentuated
0: and they're tricksters
1: tricksters
0: they've always got a little card up their sleeve or yeah something uh she cannot and will not be in a lasting relationship where the man is under some lord and master delusion
1: Oh, yeah. She
0: is astrologically predetermined to feel like a potential bird in a gilded cage who nonetheless yearns to fly free.
1: Wow. Okay, so yeah, she doesn't want somebody who's going to dominate her too much.
0: Mm -hmm. So what does
1: that lead to for the bedroom
0: for the bedroom, conveniently enough, it is still like you're reading through my glasses. I'm sorry, I've, I am not. Because yeah. the next sentence I have highlighted is, when it comes to sex, <laughs> it is the Gemini's habit to feign naivete. She pretends like, you
1: know. Oh, I'm so oh, innocent.
0: I don't know this. Oh, no. What's happening? Uh, yeah. Uh, even when she's, you know, more experienced, she will, like, pretend, like... Oh, uh, this, uh, you have to teach me Uh, again, like going back to like the Lolita thing. Uh, part of that character was that she knew of her sexuality, uh, even though she was very young. Mm -hmm. And so she pretended that she didn't while also using that to her advantage.
1: Right. Like, yeah.
0: And part of this is that she will pretend to not be experienced in an effort to not take things too far,
1: oh, so okay. she's not to control, basically. Yeah, to and control... she's not like too kinky. Yeah, but uh, it's because she wants to be the kind of I don't know the pacer. Let's say that she's the pace car.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> and like she's not like too kinky, so she won't be like super into like BDSM or anything, right? And but she is she's willing to like try mm-hmm. pretty much everything. It's just that she doesn't want to be the initiator. Right. She wants right. like to act like, Oh, this is my first time doing this. So, mm-hmm. Oh, we can try this position or that position or whatever. But he, it's, it's, it, you have to show me how it's done.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Uh, it is in the Gemini's erotic nature to portray the good girl going bad. Which also is super hot. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, role-playing is endemic to her sex life as, in a way, she's never not engaging in role-play.
1: Wow, because she, like, lives that life. Yeah. Yeah. She lives that life. That makes sense.
0: She's always, you know, pretending to, you know, flirt or do something. Mm -hmm. She's always pretending she's something other than what she is so
1: she's that that is her genuine nature is to kind of flit from roll to roll mm-hmm. flit being of course another bird term and uh <laughs> i think i wrote this book in another life like
0: yeah are you cox <laughs> or are you starsky
1: i don't know probably starsky <laughs> lack of
0: cox <laughs> So long as one indulges the noble lie that she is undertaking certain activities only because they have been sprung upon her, as if for the first time, Gemini can be a fairly adventurous sexual partner. So like I said, she...
1: So not kinky initially, but maybe somebody who works works into that slowly with a partner.
0: Yes. Uh, but it is... She won't, She's not an initiator. She mm-hmm. likes to... You pretend to be led to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, she likes to be physically teased, the element of surprise being highly arousing to her. She may even enjoy being tied down occasionally with a steady partner. As will, long as
1: they're careful with her fragile yeah, self, right?
0: Who, yeah. Who will take her to the edge with light touches and licks of how much tactile torment she can take. So uh, not mm-hmm. like whipping or uh-huh. like that kind of thing, but like, you know uh d- drawing a feather down your back or uh as this likes to say, uh she'll thrill at being baited by a man say rubbing his dog around her kitty because
1: oh. there's a lot of play involved in this yeah. It's very cerebral that's another like very cerebral yeah. kind of trait like all right don't just like
0: don't just shove it in you yeah. gotta you gotta, you gotta rub it, 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 it around gotta, it, yeah it, it, rub it around the edge. Yeah.
1: show me some finesse first
0: uh dipping in and out or if she feels emotionally secure even screwing her while she remains restrained
1: wow okay all right so maybe a little bit of an element of bdsm when you get there
0: but when it does come to intercourse the twins actually prefer to be on top where she can control the pace and positioning Having a guy plow her often feels too much like a violation, and she has no patience for a man, even her long-term lover, just wanting to get off.
1: Right, so just not into the dominant part of it at all. Got it.
0: There is always a sense of the Gemini self-pleasuring in bed, as if her partner is merely a tool for her own masturbatory masterwork.
1: Wow, okay. All right. So they're partners, but ultimately it's all about her still. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's really fascinating.
0: And the Gemini can be downright bossy in the bedroom, often forgetting that her lover's role isn't only to do her bidding.
1: So sometimes might sneak up into from pacing everything to controlling and refocusing everything on her.
0: Yeah, okay. which is also like she likes to be surprised, but I mean, you better do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The Gemini feels a commonality with a guy who possesses a strong, sensitive feminine side. She may even thrive on sexually overpowering a decidedly fey male, whereas most women find male heterosexuality a hands-down turn-off. Sorry. Male homosexuality a hands-down turn-off. The Gemini may be both psychologically intrigued and erotically titillated. She likes watching dudes go at it together.
1: Makes sense. Especially because of the male sign, Mm -hmm. or not the male sign, but like, the very maleness of this sign.
0: Yeah. And uh, she is one of the most common uh, zodiac women to engage in uh, what are called devil's three ways.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh,
0: Because she doesn't necessarily. She needs mind... two men
1: to be with her. Well,
0: it's also she doesn't necessarily mind not being the center of attention because she can sit back and uh, just enjoy them and watch them go at nice. it themselves. She she finds it titillating as it said to uh, <laughs> to uh, watch the two the two boys go at it. The Gemini is probably the most versatile sexual creature in the Zodiac. Life lived at the proverbial crossroads sees her as going where the wind takes her more than any other woman in the astrological block. No female is more naturally bisexual and with Gemini often acts on the same sex curiosity early in life, which is very similar to the Gemini male,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: had almost the exact same description. Wow. That they are both, you know, inherently bisexual. Yeah. Uh, When the Gemini does identify as gay, she tends to be the most in your face about it. if, and when she is made to feel she shouldn't be doing something due to social, societal poo pooing, the Gemini girl will go that much further to cause controversy. The proverbial apple lodged in her gullet. It makes a lot of references to Eve. Being Gemini,
1: mm-hmm. uh, that's fascinating.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff about the uh, the fall from the garden. Because
1: mm-hmm. uh, the... she's presumingly, or not presumingly, easily presumed very innocent, but she's not. Yes. Okay, that makes. But sense. she lives
0: in both those worlds.
1: That kind of reference fits perfectly here. Yep.
0: Give it a minute. We'll take a break. Give it a minute. We'll take a break. Give it a minute. We'll take a break. Break. Break, break, break.
1: Hey, Chris, have you been trying out PodCoin?
0: Yes. Some of my favorite podcasts are on PodCoin. In fact, all of my favorite podcasts are on PodCoin.
1: So really, it's just like...
0: Hello? 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 So,
1: it's really like, you can listen to any podcast you want on PodCoin and get credits for it.
0: Yep, including listeners your favorite podcast, us... Which you get bonus points for listening to.
1: Because KinkCast is a bonus podcast this month. And you can definitely get extra credits for listening to episodes of this podcast.
0: But Dana, what can I do with those credits? You
1: can spend them. You can save them. You can turn them into tokens and tickets. Just kidding. You can use them to donate them to your favorite cause. Or you can also save them up and get a gift card.
0: Yep. Buy Amazon gift cards or... Google Play gift cards Mm -hmm. or iTunes gift cards. Or send credit to
1: your favorite podcasters via Amazon cards.
0: Oh, yeah. You can, I guess, give us money (laughs) in the mail. (laughs) Uh, But if you want to use PodCoin and support your favorite show, all you have to do is sign up and use the promo code KINKCAST. That might sound familiar because it's the name of our show it is capital k-i-n-k capital c-a-s-t all one word when you sign up for 300 free points
1: 300 free points
0: right to get you started you're well on your way to a gift card and if you sign up and you don't use a promo code you can still use a promo code right after you sign up And go ahead and use the promo code KinkCast. That is capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, and you will get 300 credits well on your way to donating, helping out some people uh, with, like, AIDS research or, like,
1: buying
0: rice... Or <laughs> stuff like that. Or you can also, you know, be selfish and use it for yourself. That's what yeah. I do.
1: Save up all those pod coins and use them for an Amazon gift card for sex toys. We don't care.
0: Okay. YOLO.
1: But check us out on Podcoin.
0: I said YOLO. Gross. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna. The gay Gemini is rarely exclusively lesbian in her associations, having a slew of straight friends and especially gay male friends who she'll cavort. Gemini is the preeminent networker and is often the person to know in whatever industry one might be attempting to maneuver. She is something of a modelizer, bound to bag as many waify would-be mannequins as she might. She might also be a bit of a starfucker thinking nothing of dating someone purely because she's famous. Also, I think that's the first time that this book has said fuck. Mm -hmm. So good on the book. It got there.
1: Of all the ways it doesn't say it, I'm glad it finally said it.
0: (laughs) In a certain sense, when the Gemini, when the the gay Gemini uh, female has settled down her uh lovers like the sisters she never had uh even when she does have them the association is characterized by rivalry more than camaraderie she can be twinsy in the extreme opting for those matching outfits and two for one pixie haircuts
1: ooh is this because it could be more very much like not so much sisterhood, but also like a reflection of her own Gemininess. Yeah. That's kind of what it's coming off as.
0: And it does seem like it's like... very competitive with her lover, too.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Uh, she also requires a home atmosphere replit with special effects, particularly when it comes to creating the right sexual ambiance. She will meticulously clean her space, then strew it with candles, which, along with her myriad mementos, framed pictures, beauty products, and other personal effects, will define the relief landscape of her boudoir. Invariably, there is a dimmer switch. It's all about mood and buildup. I have a dimmer switch in my room.
1: (laughs) 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 I was going to say, once again, this ties right back into Gemini Mail, very much a setting the scene um, prepared for you know taking time and thought and energy into the practice of seduction. They've got a heart shaped um, bed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> satin sheets, satin sheets, and a sheets. dimmer switch.
1: Yeah. Okay, dimmer right. switch
0: and uh, and it's a waterbed too.
1: Right, right. <laughs> <So> why not? <laughs> all right, continue. Uh,
0: gay dominion often amounts to what others might consider extended, if not epic, foreplay involving. Her sign ruled hands, breath, and nerve endings. So, whenever they get together, it is just all foreplay all the time.
1: Super sensual.
0: Again, something that I've engaged in a lot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, uh, Ge- as as Gemini, as the straight Gemini likes to flirt, uh, so does the gay Gemini mm-hmm. like to flirt, and they like to take little steps out. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh,
1: Steps out as in out of
0: Fidelity?
1: Yes. Ooh, okay, uh-oh.
0: So the gay Gemini's lover is better off granting her the casual indiscretion as it rarely amounts to anything more serious. Her natural coquetry is in itself an aphrodisiac to the Gemini who might steal a kiss just for the thrill of being spied by her lover. However, it, hoping it might spice up things later in the sanctity of their own sack
1: ah so kind of again manipulative kind of using jealousy Mm -hmm.
0: okay harmless mind games come to define the behavior of the gemini and uh that is the gemini woman
1: wow one thing that i found was Um, A lot of it is, again, I mean, a lot of it's mind play, mind games, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, And a meeting of the minds for this brilliant woman is intensely intimate. And you'll see her energized and excited to find that she's met her match in the realm of ideas. Be prepared to stay up all night talking. She never runs out of subjects to discuss. And every story she tells makes her think of something else she wants to describe to you. So very um, easy to talk with as long as you're talking about something that she's interested very verbose she's able to kind of convey her thoughts and her ideas to someone um, and is willing to maybe not give you the reader's digest version but we'll go into all the specific and uh, specifics and details of what she's trying to do um, with someone that she's trusted and someone that she sees as an equal which I thought was really really mm-hmm. fascinating as well so kind of an interesting character I'm really glad we kind of dug into the Gemini woman because um, as cerebral as they are with that kind of, um, initial, um, uh, youthfulness and innocence, you don't realize how cerebral they are. So I'm really glad that we kind of like dug into this, um, this sign a little bit more. I don't want to say Tinkerbell, like it's almost like a stereotype, right? Like the pixie.
0: Yeah. There's, um, a, there's a lot of stuff that I uh, left off because uh, it does compare her to uh, Helen of Troy and her twin <sighs> Kletis- Clytemnestra.
1: Clytemnestra?
0: That, that's what I said. What'd you say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's interesting because it's like almost stereotypical, but not quite like a manic pixie dream girl. Yes. Like I feel like I got a little bit of that vibe, but not to the point where she's intent on saving anybody else or worrying about anybody else but herself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Am I wording that right? Okay. Um. So that's interesting. I'd be interested to find out a little bit more of the different pairings. Would you like to do that?
0: Uh, Did you not want to do that?
1: I can do that. I wasn't sure you like to do that. I do like to do that.
0: Did you want to go through I the straight turn-ons and gay turn-ons first? Yes,
1: okay. you do it.
0: So before we move on to the pairings, let us go over the turn-ons for the straight Gemini male, according to this book, Gemini female, according to this book. Uh she enjoys younger, boyish men, married men, seduction, basketball players, Africans and Latins, one-night stands, exhibitionism, mutual masturbation, standing sex, speedy thrusting, quickies. Teachers, professors, masturbation during sex, doctor, nurse role play, phone slash cyber sex, treasure trails, goatees, active oral sex. She likes going down on that dick. <laughs> passive, light B&D, men and by porn, vibrators and dildos, tickling, pinching and teasing, passive nipple play, and swapping girl-on-girl.
1: Interesting.
0: The gay turn-ons are uh, younger women, models, blondes, redheads, athletes, gymnasts, femmes slash straight and bi women, toys, gadgets, domination, double dildos, fingering, licking, biting, threesomes, foursomes, g-strings, lace, leather, erotica, mastery... Cross-dressing, carpet swa- sweeping... Carpet sweeping? What's carpet sweeping? I have no idea. Carpet sweeping, scissoring... Oh, it's scissoring. It's another term for scissoring.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Phone slash cybersex, mind games, active penetration, strap-ons, role-play, masks, costumes, anonymous sex, active worship, pain, and prostitute fantasies, and private parties and sex clubs.
1: Interesting. I think I would totally, like, if I were a lesbian.
0: If you are a would, carpet sweeper?
1: I would totally be into the Gemini woman.
0: Carpet sweeping. How have we never discovered that term before?
1: Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. So carpet sweeping, according to Urban Dictionary, means manually with the digits of the hand or orally, pleasuring a woman who is totally hairy down in the nether regions. Okay. So there's got to be a carpet in order for you to, like, you know, sweep the carpet,
0: whether with your tongue or your fingers. Yeah, use hashtag carpet sweeper if you've heard that term before.
1: That's a new one. I'm really excited. We learned something new.
0: Carpet sweeping. Learning
1: a lot today. That's
0: a, that's a fascinating one.
1: Very cool. Well, let's definitely talk about the pairings um, with Gemini Woman. Um, like I'm really excited about this because, again... Chocolate
0: and wine pairings?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, d- yeah, I guess that's possible. Um, I'm really interested to kind of find out how this woman pairs with anybody because since there is such a duality of nature within her and she's constantly playing roles, it seems like she would be able to be versatile if she could, um, like she could almost fit with anybody if she wanted to, but I don't know. We'll see. But she also doesn't
0: seem like she would fit with more domineering.
1: Sure. Oh yeah.
0: Traits. Yeah. So I would guess like Aries male would not go along well with her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know anything else about let's that. find
1: out. Let's find out. I love I love kind of like guessing at this and then finding out how, how we do. Okay. So here are the couplings for the Gemini woman um, and Aries man. With the Aries man, she's a fresh pixie to deflower. He's the brute she can't resist. Often purely physical at first, this pairing is eventually founded on friendship. Sexually, she's tireless, and he has the staying power to sustain her. Okay. That sounds surprisingly positive.
0: (laughs) Especially considering in the bedroom where it was like... She's got to be on top.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit strange, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out a little bit more here. All right. With the Taurus man, she's been searching for someone so sensitive and strong. He's found a sexy spitfire sort. Their friendship is foremost, so sex is rarely the focus. Indeed, in bed, they sometimes seem reluctant. Still, there's hope.
0: That one seems more depressing than I thought. I assumed it would have been. (laughs) Because it was like, it did say that she was like super horny for the sensitive dudes.
1: Right. That's what I thought as well. All right. Um, well, here's the twins on twins with the Gemini man. And twins? And twins. Slick, innovative Geminis come together fast and furiously. At first, it's a blast, a social, sexual, creative whirlwind. But making a deeper commitment is challenging. He's restless. And her disquiet
0: increases. Did did it say they come together? It
1: didn't say that they come together, but it, what it what I'm it getting here, together. what I'm getting here is that they both kind of sneak out on each other. Like they're both interested in like, you know, maybe not being quite as so. Maybe as, like a
0: polyamorous kind of relationship might work.
1: Definitely, definitely, especially because they're both into doing it with other people too. So.
0: Um, And apparently the Gemini male is into doing it with dudes.
1: So there you go. If you just toss one more male into the mix, you'd probably be fine. All right. Um, With the Cancer Man, typically she's passive. He pursues her anyway. Gemini's impish appeal makes him behave surprisingly, even shockingly. The crab appears the ultimate catch. Charismatic, clever. In bed, it's a mixed bag. A mess if she's moody. So, hmm. Kind of unclear on that one. With the Leo man, he's the object of her doting attention. With time, Leo evolves into the dream guide that Gemini imagined. They'll often take a walk down the aisle. Oh laughter is their saving grace. With her, he's forever in his sexual prime. That might be the best pairing. Yeah. Okay, alright, let's wait and see though. Uh, the Virgo, with the Virgo man. Um, this is a a challenging psychosexual dynamic. He's a Svengali to the plucky, youthful Gemini. But surprise, she's more self-sufficient than he imagined. In bed, Virgo gets a re-education. Less repression, more expression.
0: I like that. Who's Svengali?
1: Svengali, somebody who's, like, very, uh, domineering, tells you what they want to do. So, um basically very much a control okay i've svengali.
0: always heard the term i've just never
1: yeah asked. yeah that's svengali um okay with the libra man where she goes he'll follow libra is positively passive when compared with the enter- enterprising gemini they have something to prove success is a consequence sex is comfortably secondary in their non-stop lifestyle Sounds very work-focused. With the Scorpio Man, he's bewitched. She's the one who will alter his perception from dark to light. As time passes, she hopes he'll remain so reliant. Their commitment appears unbreakable, and bed-lavish fantasies are revealed. Okay, so, with the Scorpio Man, there's a bunch of Man at Pixie Dream Girl kind of thing going on.
0: Well, there's... It seems like every good pairing that she's had mm-hmm. has been like she changes them into what she wants
1: yeah she's a molder
0: yeah
1: not like you know x files molder but you know a molder of, of men a molder of men <laughs> she's
0: a scully <laughs> uh, um, but uh,
1: with the sagittarius man she's addicted to bold beguiling sagittarius man they're an absolute accord. Their bodies, too, snap into place like puzzle pieces. Sex, like all other aspects of their shared life, is wild with rounds of overt experimentation. That just sounds fun.
0: That's kind of strange, because uh, from what i read, this is the complementary, like, you know how complementary colors. This is the yeah. opposite, the exact opposite end of the Gemini, or they have the Zodiac Spectrum.
1: Oh, okay. So if it was like a circle, this would be exactly 180 degrees yeah. on the other side. Interesting. So they kind of complement each other and they they fit together like yeah. puzzle pieces. Very cool. Um, With the Capricorn Man, from the start, they seem set on different speeds. He's slow and she's swift. At best, they help each other adjust to a more moderate pace. Sexually, she feels snubbed. But he's dreaming up ways to draw out her desire. So maybe there's a little bit of work going on here. Fascinating. Hmm. With the Aquarius man, there's instant attachment. Codependence would be a pitfall. Emotionally bound, sexually wrapped. At best, they embody the power of positive thinking. Otherwise, unreality dissolves into disillusionment. Sexual appetites are unwieldy. Does not sound so bueno. Yeah, that one sounds
0: very negative. Yeah.
1: Empower the power of... So they embo- embody the power of positive thinking. That's, that uh, sucks. That's not what you want in a relationship. That doesn't sound good. Yeah,
0: and uh, the thing about the... What was it? The unreality dissolving...
1: Into disillusionment.
0: Yeah, uh, that that does remind me of something that I did not highlight in the book, that uh, it was... Uh, it described her as wanting to be the Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And that she wants to leave kansas and leave the black and white world and venture off into the technicolor dream world of uh of oz of oz but (laughs) that she is never able to fully embrace unreality and that she will always live in which i felt very that was very sad and i was like i think i might not bring this up except i did but I'd I, go jump into a tornado, too. Yeah, but then it was like, she <laughs> she will always see the world as it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she's smart. That's interesting. Um, she wants something more out of life. I don't blame her. Something All right. more that
0: doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. I feel that.
1: I feel that. All I right. I look
0: up into the stars every night.
1: <laughs> Somewhere...
0: <laughs> I was just gonna let you do it. I was gonna let you do it. Uh,
1: regale us with your lovely, uh, your vo- lovely, voice. okay, lovely voice. There we go. All right. Finally, this is the last. This is the last straight pairing with Gemini woman, and that's with the Pisces man. Pisces appeals as a consort. He may hang on her every word. Together, worldly ambitions are given the fullest focus. Other aspects are often left in disrepair. Sexually, she gets a surprise. Mild Pisces makes many demands.
0: Hmm. I always hmm. imagine Pisces is like uh, a limp fish. <laughs> a limp it's fish. it's a fish.
1: Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to talk more once we get to Pisces, but this it's is an interesting fish. one. All right, let's talk about the um, gay couplings with the Gemini woman. The first being the Aries woman. A boarding school scenario, Aries initiates Gemini, who is invariably infatuated with the ram, allowing herself to try acts she's only ever read about. In every aspect, Aries is the leader. In bed, there are no inhibitions. That's interesting. That doesn't surprise me that Aries is the leader, but, you know, that's... that's there's no inhibitions. Yeah, there's nothing held back. With the Taurus woman... Uh, with provocative Gemini, the bull girl taps into her own toughness. They agree on the essentials: joint professional ventures and are natural, um, are a natural par- partnership path. Sex is endlessly enjoyable, at turns rough and tumble and tender.
0: It seems uh, a lot of these are like the Gemini woman fitting the mold. Yeah. Or like
1: changing who she is to fit into this mold versus the other way around with, with the straight, um, couplings here. So let's see if that continues. Um, with the Gemini woman, uh, when they meet the two twins are often looking for a pal more than a partner. They'll enjoy a liberal liaison founded on solid friendship. Both bore easily. So dreaming up new ways to excite is essential. With the cancer woman, mother issues abound. But a certain amount of healing takes place. Gemini lightens and learns to love more without fear. The crab has an emotional leg up on her enchanting Gemini and ingenue. Sex stays spontaneous. So that could be good. Yeah. And some healing here and there with some issues. With the Leo woman, they invite controversy, indulging differences. These two are often playfully at odds in public, egocentric, uh, sorts domestic bliss may elude them if love languishes, friendship blossoms. Sexually, each other is the other's best.
0: Huh. Well, sexually. So, yeah. It sounds like uh, that sounds a like a really good pairing. Because it does. It it sound like even emotionally, if yeah. they fall out of love, they're still best friends. Which is like, I'll well, show you date your best friend anyway, because like you are getting along. Right. Yeah.
1: Which is interesting because with the Leo man, it said that they might end in marriage, right? Yeah. Um, But here it says that domestic bliss might elude them because they're both very self-focused. With the Virgo woman, both are prone to moods and whimsy. This combination is challenged from the start. Gemini must learn to compromise almost constantly. Virgo morphs into a more mature self. Sexually, too. The energy is tempestuous. So maybe not a good Virgo pairing. Uh the Libra woman is an aesthetically inclined couple with a common vision to be expressive in all aspects of life. Et voila, they easily engage in a liberating, invigorating liaison, a no fuss affair in which both partners thrive sexually and otherwise. Scorpio woman, two become one. From the start they're happiest alone. Scorpio transforms jumpy Gemini into a serene sort. The pressure to be everything to each other may overwhelm. Sexually, outsiders are off
0: limits, so Ooh, which is rough for the Gemini. Yeah, rough for th- the Gemini because she likes to uh... explore. Well, yeah, she Venture. also she also likes to tease her lover by, yeah. Uh, you
1: know... Oh, that's right, with the jealousy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to say cuckolding, but
0: cut queen might
1: be might be into a little bit of that. Um, with the Sag- Sagittarius woman, a winning twosome. Gemini rides strapping Sag's coattails. Their partnership means more professional power. But business and pleasure blend beautifully. In bed it's a question of who's the boss.
0: Strapping. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Right. <laughs> strapping Sagittarius's coattails. So uh-huh. that's yeah. It did
0: say she was into active penetration. This is true. And strap-ons.
1: This is true. Oh, my goodness. Yep, you're right. With the Capricorn woman, it's a learning experience. With a glib get-over-it, Gemini stills the goat's soulful, strained searching. But it's Gemini who's subdued in bed. Her lover demands the command position. Hmm. So, forced into a kind of a submissive role there.
0: Yeah, which the Gemini woman...
1: It's not a fan of does not sound like a great pairing with the Aquarius woman. They'll say it was predestined. This connection is empathetic in the extreme as a couple. They're insular. Neither feels beholden to those on the outside. Even friends in bed. One is only more generous than the other. That could be a good pairing. The Aquarius woman.
0: Yeah. She's getting what she wants. Yeah. The Gemini woman is.
1: There you go. And with the Pisces woman, from inauspicious beginnings, Gemini and Pisces build a solid bond. First, they'll weed through a litany of harsh preconceived notions, often a haphazard, compulsive relationship. Sex is too often an afterthought. Hmm. Interesting. So maybe that Aquarius woman is a good situation. But um, that's... That's interesting, because I really had different um, guesses in my brain, I I guess, for what I... For
0: almost all those parents, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. For some reason, my initial thoughts whenever we're looking at couplings is the sign that we're talking about with the same exact sign that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Because it seems like, oh, the only other person that could possibly fill this role perfectly is another one of that same sign, which... Proves to be like not the case ever. Well,
0: that's that's how I felt about uh when we did my uh, my sign last
1: you Gemini, yeah. yeah.
0: I was like it seemed like there it's it was like partners in crime. So it's mm-hmm. like, well who's a better partner in crime? And it was it was like he seeks out his
1: Intellectually like identical equal.
0: partner. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Okay, well Gemini female, like there you go. There's nothing else. Right. What else is there?
1: And then, you know, you get into it and you're like, oh, actually, these don't go together. Yeah.
0: And uh, I just want to state this is all based on astrology. essentially <laughs> astrology. And at its core, I feel like it kind of is like the Greek gods kind of won in a bit. <laughs> they just transformed it to astrology. Mm-hmm. like Because they're all still there. Yeah. Uh, but... Especially
1: like, with Mercury focusing, you know yeah, this this particular th- sign. This
0: isn't advice. <laughs> if anyone's in a relationship.
1: Here's our disclaimer.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't don't be like, oh, it said like they don't want to bone down with me enough. So obviously, this isn't a good relationship. It's like no, it's it's. Everybody.
1: Every, every
0: relationship takes work, and
1: all of this take it with a grain of salt yeah. or reality.
0: Yeah, what's the slug sign? Which one's the one that you throw salt on to make it go away?
1: (laughs) But yeah, this is pretty interesting. I'm really glad we talked about this one, because I've been wanting to get to Gemini female for a long time, because I have a few friends that are, and um, I feel like this gave me a little bit of insight into them, and some of it matches, but some of it doesn't. So uh, naturally, with astrology, you take what you like and leave the rest. Yeah,
0: And I know the one you're really wanting to get to is a very long way away, Yeah, (laughs) because it is literally the last one. (laughs) On yeah. our list.
1: No, Aries will be. Because we have to go all the way around. Yeah, we started one. with Taurus. So, Aries. Oh, the one I want to get to about myself. Yeah. Oh, I I was thinking the one I want to get to for my partner.
0: Oh, I was thinking. Because I'm curious. Oh. I'm curious about that. <laughs> Maybe when we get back around to Aries, it'll be like, Those selfless. thinks about others. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one would hope so. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, that wraps up episode 89. I can't believe we're almost... Mm-hmm like getting really close to a hundred episodes into this podcast. But if you enjoy listening and you have thoughts, um, or, or recommendations, um, or some feedback for us, we'd love to hear from you. You can definitely reach out to us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at kinkcastpodcast. Uh, we love having shout outs from people. Um, it's always fun to get feedback on Twitter. Um,
0: and if you're out there and you are a Gemini male or female, uh, let us know cause, uh, I- I'm there for you, my, my twinsies.
1: <laughs> you have, you have like a special like handshake, right? With Gemini? Yeah. All right. It
0: usually starts with the crotch, but.
1: It usually starts with the crotch? Yeah. Like a crotch bump?
0: No, like <laughs> a handshake with your crotch.
1: Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. You know,
0: like, a, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. I'm making go. a masturbating motion for Dana right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's an interesting greeting. Um, but yeah. It said Gemini
0: women were into mutual masturbation. There you
1: go. There you go. I bet with Rams being an Aries, I'll just ram heads with somebody.
0: But, uh, yeah, let us know, uh, if you are a Gemini, uh, and, uh, if you feel like these correspond to you, I guarantee you will because they feel like they correspond to everyone, no matter what (laughs) sign it is.
1: Well, and I'm not going to lie, like when we did you talking about the Gemini man, it felt like some of it fit. Some of it didn't. But it feels like some of it was... It felt
0: very creepy how closely it fit. Yeah. I still don't believe it.
1: That's why I haven't read Aries yet. But we'll
0: I get there. To I refuse to be tied down because I'm an air sign.
1: <laughs> he doesn't want to be tied I'm down. I'm
0: mutable. I, I change too quickly.
1: There we go. I'm
0: we indefinable. Go.
1: What? That's exactly what the book said.
0: What? Did it really? <laughs> no. That can't be. It lies. I am very mutable or immutable. (laughs) Immutable. I'm a stone.
1: You're a stone. You never change. You fit
0: into boxes easily. Very easily. (laughs) I'm a square peg in a square hole and nothing else.
1: There we go. Well, we'll definitely get into more signs later on, but definitely let us know if you're enjoying these episodes. I think it's kind of interesting um, dealing with the psychology of the thing and also talking about people's personalities in general. Um, There may not be, you know, astrological um, connections here too much, but I think a lot of this does delve into um, a little bit of the human, just common human nature. So, uh, definitely reach out to us and let us know if you're enjoying these. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Geekcast Podcast. Yep.
0: And as always, bye.
1: Five stars.
0: Oh. And five stars. <laughs>